welcome to TradFi to DeFi, a community-driven podcast about crypto and decentralized finance. This is Tyler Sherwin, and I'm joined by John Tejan. Together, our goal is to teach, encourage, and inspire you to seize opportunities in this emerging world of DeFi. Let's get started. Hello and welcome again to another episode of the TradFi to DeFi podcast. This is Tyler and I'm joined by my co-host, John. How are you doing today, John? Uh, good. And it's a happy new year, two days in. So uh, we left uh, 2022 behind and, uh, and I think we'll, uh, we'll review some of those uh, fun and exciting things we did over the past year. And, and uh, overall, you know, it was a good year for us. Uh, maybe not the market, but, uh, but for us, it was a good year. Yes, indeed. I, I want to try and uh, consolidate some of our wins and remind ourselves of some of the good things, because although our portfolios might be down, uh, the stock of TradFi to DeFi in our community is continually rising. And so uh, I thought it would be a great idea, John, if we just had a conversation about, you know, what are some of the, the greatest hits of 2022 that we accomplished? I know last year we published a retrospective of 2021. And I actually was looking at that retrospective and, and in it, we talked about a few of our ambitions around organizing the community more and, and having more of a presence on social media. And I, I'm proud to say, I think we've accomplished a lot of those goals. And so I thought it might be fun to kind of do a look back of, you know, what have been some of the greatest hits uh, from 2022, starting at the beginning of the year, going all the way through most recently, uh, because there's been a lot of activity. There has been, there has been, and 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 one of the first things that, uh, although I was not able to take uh, part of it early in the year, was uh, was down at at Miami at at Permissionless, and uh, and you were able to meet up with a, a good portion of our uh, our our core membership down there. So so kind of, you know, relate your experience and and what that really kind of meant for our community. Yeah, it was amazing because it was the first in-person meetup that we've had, and we had just a lot of our community that was going to be there. Um, I won't shout out names because I might miss a couple and I don't want to offend anybody, but really there was really our core contributors, folks who show up consistently on our Friday calls, people who come to our our meetups, people who do a lot of stuff in our community and share a lot of information and education. Uh, I remember... I got to meet several people who I had only met online and I had that funny experience, John, which is, you know, you connect the face to the name because you've only seen somebody's, you know, uh, strange internet name and you don't see them in person. And so what we did was we had a great uh, breakfast um, and we had a meetup with about 15 of us from the community. And it was really humbling to see that that many people uh, from around the world had come together to be in a place at, at Palm Beach. Now, of course, everyone was there for the permissionless conference, which was pretty interesting. The mood was very odd because it was right around the Terra Luna collapse. In fact, Do Kwan was scheduled, I believe, to be on one of the panels. Um, and the collapse happened maybe four days prior to his panel. And so, you know, the mood was, was very odd um, in the conference. But the mood with TradFi to DeFi was extremely optimistic and positive. In fact, we met up with Eric Voorhees and hung out with him uh, and just went from one party to the next and just hung out with all of our, our friends and, and um, TradFi to DeFi community members. And we were just having a great time connecting and making real life connections that we had not really had just on an internet context. Um, and from those conversations and meetups, you know, some of our friends and the community have progressed with other community members towards employment in similar projects that they're working on. And so it was one of those things where 
you know, you might online meet some strangers and want to connect with them. But once you've met with them in person, there's that next level of trust that you establish, which is really exciting for building some amazing collaborations. Yeah, it is. And, and, and meeting people in person and connecting with that community, which, you know, kind of what we're about is, is you're building, you know, I know the idea of, of finding your own tribe and being tribal is kind of looked at negatively now because of politics and other things. But when you have a group of people that think like you do, especially in something, let's say for the greater population, as esoteric as, as cryptocurrency may seem to people, for people who are inside, and I don't mean inside investors, but just that's what they enjoy. It's good to meet up with people and talk to them. And when you talk to them, their eyes don't glaze over because they know what you're talking about. You know, whereas a family member might go, oh, he's talking about those uh, crazy internet coins again, you know. So it's really a cool thing when you can get together with people that, that you really relate with. We had those moments for sure where normally at part of the conversation where I know most folks' eyes would have glazed over, uh, the TradFi to DeFi community continued conversing. And we were out till pretty late at night. I know 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in some cases. Um, that's just sort of what you do at those conferences. And so I was there as part of my day job working at a crypto embedded infrastructure provider. Um, and that was just something that was I was already in the area to do. And so it was just a perfect timing of events and it was a real delight. And so uh, to everyone who came to that, we loved seeing you. Thank you so much for coming to that. And please plan on coming to Permissionless in 2023 in Austin, uh, Texas. So we'll definitely share some information about that so you guys can attend. And I think I will plan on being there as well. So we'd love to see you. If you missed that, we'll see you again at the next one. Um, and, you know, community and, and connecting with different communities has always been something that we're passionate and excited about. And one way that we did this, John, recently in, in TradFi to DeFi this year was uh, we did a collaboration with Decent DAO. Um, can you talk a little bit about Decent DAO and, and what we did with them? Well, you know, we were really trying to connect with kind of one of the core tenets of what we're all about, and that's transitioning people from from traditional finance to decentralized finance. And Decent DAO, you know, by their name, and they they are decent people, but but that stands for decentralized, which it took me a bit to figure that out. But I'm slow; I'm a boomer, so uh, you know. Give me a break. But, you know, we really talked about that employment situation and what to expect and how to get from point A to point B. And I think especially when we spoke with Tyler, uh, you know, he was really instrumental in, in one of the podcasts that we did with him. Taylor, 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 Taylor. Yeah. Yes. Taylor, Tyler. Pardon me. <laughs> so Taylor's um, a member of TradFi to DeFi, actually. Yes. And that's yes, how he we is. got this connection. Yes. And, uh, and, you know, and, and during the, the, the early days he was there and, and he did make that transition. Uh, and he's a developer and he kind of helped us understand how that, that process actually worked for him, which is not uncommon. And uh, some pretty interesting things, how he collaborates with other developers in, in the protocol he works with. And uh, so that was a really good collaboration. I think it helped our our community understand that, and I think for Decent Tao, they they definitely got uh, something out of it too. And knowing that we're there, uh, you know, kind of working in the same same vein as they are. Yeah, in fact, we also joined their community as well and joined their Discord community for a conversation on Web two to Web three. So similar to TradFi to DeFi, and uh, you and I, John, shared some of our expertise from TradFi 
talking mm -hmm. about ways in which the fintech industry has evolved over time. And then I know you shared some concepts around, you know, taking TradFi financial models and bringing them to DeFi, because mm -hmm. just because DeFi and crypto is a brand new space doesn't mean that you can reinvent the rules of finance, right? There are still yeah. things that we can learn from TradFi in the context of DeFi. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it, it was it was good. I really I really enjoyed that. Uh, that was really our first foray with another protocol, you know, that was and it was a DAO and they were kind of working in, you know, we, we've interacted with other protocols, but, it, you know, it might have been an AMM. It might have been another chain. But this is the first time we really connected with a, a group of people that was, was kind of in our wheelhouse. And, and I think it was really fruitful for us. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to future collaborations with Decent DAO because there's a lot there that we can do together. Um, and that kind of leads me to the next one, which we did, which was similar to when we interviewed Taylor. We also had a similar community member reach out to us and connect regarding a different topic, which was actually Bitcoin and DeFi, two concepts which normally are very at odds with one another, or so we think. Um, and that was our conversation with David Seroy. And that was one of my favorite podcast episodes, John. I know that David brought a lot of expertise from a recent article he wrote for Bitcoin Magazine, which he, uh, which we syndicated on our medium as well. Um, what was some of your favorite points from that conversation? What did you take away from that? Well, he wasn't, what I liked about David is he, he has his point of view, uh, one that I agree with, by the way, but you know, he's, he's largely in the Bitcoin community. I mean, that's where all of his research and that's where he spent his time. But he's not afraid of offending the, the Bitcoin maxis or the people who are, you know, hardcore Bitcoin folks by saying the, some, some of the things he says. And conversely, you know, he has, you know, some, some pointed, you know, uh, uh, things to say about, you know, other chains and, and DeFi and some of the problems that it has that we all understand. And, and we don't shy away from those problems. We don't try to cover them up or kind of minimize them. They're all important things. So he was very honest, very upfront. And uh, it was refreshing to hear that point of view, um, you know, because I think the idea of, you know, well, we won't get into a discussion of, 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 of Bitcoin versus the rest of the world, but he, he actually is navigating a path forward to make Bitcoin what those who, who, who are totally behind the Bitcoin movement want it to be. It's kind of that they always talk about Bitcoin is here and it's going to get here. Well, he's actually connecting the dots with his thoughts and his research. And, you know, I, I, it's very unique to hear somebody be able to say that and say it clearly and, and without reservation. So I, I, I appreciate his honesty and, and, and his, his level of interest. I agreed. And I think the part that I liked a lot was this idea of hyper-Bitcoinization, which is something that the Bitcoin community talks about, which is this future state of a, a Bitcoin-based economy. And he tells the story of how you can't get there without Bitcoin-backed stablecoins. And so if that's interesting to you, I highly encourage everyone to take a look at that interview. Um, it's a phenomenal overview of the space. Um, and we definitely plan on having him again, I think, John. So that, definitely worth your time. Absolutely. We also had another partnership that I'm also pretty excited about, John, which was, uh, you know, we had a lot of partnerships this year, uh, something that I want to continue in the new year for sure. 
Uh, and that was with DAO Punks in particular. And DAO Punks, for those that aren't familiar, is a community that's spun up out of the bankless community. And it is an NFT-based project where there are these four different characters you could mint, but you could only mint them if you were members of the bankless DAO with the bankless DAO token. And so several of our community members were members of Bankless. I know John, you and I are as well. And we very proudly minted some of these NFTs. And you know, many, many months later, uh, we find out about this amazing opportunity uh, with a grant opportunity. John, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, they, they really, it was a grant opportunity that they were, they were um, putting out to the community. Um, and you basically had to put a proposal out there to basically describe how you are going to, you know, what direction you're going in, what steps are you going to take, you know, and 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 it wasn't super specific about what you had to do. Um, they they really wanted to help people get to the next level, regardless of where they started at. I mean, there are some people uh, that won the grant besides ourselves that we did win. I hope I didn't give away the punchline there. We yeah, did so, and and we the, did. the grant was for specifically helping people transition into Web three, but also just any sort of crypto product yes. you wanted to do. Yes, yeah. and it and and you know it was for communities like ours. Um, some of them, I mean, there were individuals who were really starting to wanting to get into the space and they had a game plan and this is how they wanted to do it. And it convinced the people who voted, uh, which were Dow Punk owners uh, that own the NFTs got to vote. And, uh, you know, they, they granted, was it, was it three or five that they, they, there were three winners out of, I think it was 17 or so applicants. And we actually won first place. I know uh, for those counting at home, uh, we actually got the most votes, and that was thanks to a lot of our TradFi to DeFi community members, but also it was from other DAO punks who saw our proposal and really liked it. And I want to give a, a shout out to Dustin, who put together our initial proposal of Absolutely. what TradFi to DeFi was looking to do. You know, we are on a journey to uh, become a bit of a think tank, and the idea was a think tank DAO. Um, there's so many different ways that we can disseminate our information out there to the market. Uh, YouTube and podcasts and our medium threads are all, are all great ways to do that. Um, but another way is to, to publish evergreen research that people can rely upon for amazing insights in the TradFi to DeFi space. And so we've begun that journey. Um, the Dow Punks cohort, I think, John, was probably one of my favorite partnerships we've done. And we now have an amazing connection with them where we're also now co-posting uh, different job postings in their community and in mm-hmm. ours. And so it's something for us to you know, grow in the new year. And, you know, the great thing about it, that provided a catalyst for our next uh, point in discussion, you know, it really, really brought the community together and really, you know, in a period where because of the market, you know, everybody's kind of like blase about crypto because, you know, everybody's been getting pounded and, you know, the energy was kind of waning a little bit. And this really brought our community together. It was a catalyst for uh, what we're actually actively doing this very minute, uh, our community, and I'll let you you describe what yeah. what, what our next step in uh, is, is going to be. Tradfi to DeFi recently announced our very first protocol and user feedback service, which is an amazing uh, development for our community. And and I'll describe how it came about. At Tradfi to DeFi, we've attracted a pool of diverse talent from CFI executives to DeFi DGens and full time DAO contributors. We've had this group of folks come together and oftentimes we'll get together on our calls and talk about mass adoption and bringing crypto to the next level, helping crypto reach the mainstream. But we know that that can't happen overnight and that comes from education and expertise and learning, right? 
Well, we know that there's a lot of DeFi protocols, NFT projects and DAOs that are getting started up that are trying to bridge that gap between their users and their product. And we believe that there's some actionable insight we can bring to the market with our community. And so from brainstorming with our community, having a lot of conversations around what would, you know, what would this organization look like if we could really deliver our expertise in a way that is meaningful? We came up with this idea for protocol testing. And so uh, we have launched a protocol testing service that any DeFi project, NFT project, or any other can take advantage of uh, by signing up with TradFi to DeFi. It's a process where we bring our users and our community to your project prior to mainnet launch or even after mainnet launch, just at some point where you're looking to get some feedback from people who are experienced in DeFi, as well as people who are maybe more intermediate, as well as some who are maybe even beginner. We want to bring a broad and diverse talent pool to your project and test it out, get some feedback, see what's working, see what's not, maybe offer some expertise that could actually be actionable to you and make a difference in taking your project from you know, an early stage project that doesn't hit the ground running to another project who can actually reach a meaningful level of adoption. And so we're getting our feet wet, John. This is our very first opportunity. Yep. Um, and we actually signed our very first decentralized automated, automated market maker launching on Kava Network, and that is Gamut Exchange. Yep. And I think, you know, we, br we bring all of those things you described, but I think you know, again, as I described crypto as kind of being a little esoteric for most people outside of the industry is sometimes when you're working on inside an industry and you're looking at your peers and you're going, what are they doing? What are they doing? We need to copy them. We need to try to figure it out. But you forget about that, the rest of the world that might be looking at your pro product, you know, for the first time without all the experience of the rest of the industry. And I think that's really important in an adoption sense. Can a person off the street walk in, take a look at it and go, hmm, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, kind of that approach that, that Apple had many years ago with, well, even with their, their computer product products. It's very intuitive. You can figure it out by just looking at it. You don't have to read a big long list of instructions and how-tos. You can go, oh, I, I know what that button does. I think I can, you know, I know that sounds very, uh, very basic, but that that has to be where we're going, and 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 uh, you know, and we can maybe talk about that going forward in in 2023 and what that might mean. Uh, this whole idea of mass adoption, but you know, as we bring these different brains in to look at this, and some of them are fairly new to to crypto, and you know, they may have very limited. Uh, uh, experience with these protocols and their feedback is particularly interesting to me. You know, somebody who's seen it all and, and done it all. Yeah. They might be able to, uh, to be very technical about their explanation, but we really want that, that kind of beginner intermediate kind of view of things, because that's really what's going to make things, uh, for the industry and for that protocol. I agree. And that's something that's very cool about the testers that are engaging with the Gamut Exchange right now. Uh, we began our testing period around two and a half, three weeks ago. And since that time, we've had a variety of our testers playing with the exchange on the test net. Um, and I've seen their feedback come through and I won't spoil it. We'll probably do a podcast episode with the founder of the Gamut Exchange uh, later. 
And what I'm seeing is this broad uh, swath of feedback from different types of users, which is extremely useful, extremely helpful and actionable for DeFi protocols who want to get their products into the hands of users. And so I'm very excited about that project. This is by far my most favorite accomplishment this year that we had, John. Um, and, you know, I think it's only possible because of, you know, some of the, the, the last two things I wanted to make sure we covered, which was, you know, we've had this consistent community calls and collaboration. We've had just um, this same crew of core contributors, but also uh, a good array of contributors that come every Friday to our Friday calls at 3 p.m. Um, and, and that has been something that, you know, has been really great to see during this year is even during some pretty down weeks, we still had people showing up to our weekly community calls. Yeah, and and this this kind of goes beyond the scope of of cryptocurrency. Is when you're building something, when you're you've got an idea and you want to get out there and you want to develop something, man. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it's going to work, you know. And you, but you know what? Like they said, you know, showing up is ninety percent of the battle, and just having that consistency, showing up, you know. There have been weeks that there's been two or three people on the call and, you know, and it's, and you're just thinking, it's like, maybe nobody cares anymore. And then the next week there'll be 15 people. And then, then the things happen like Dow punks and then the things happen like the protocol testing. So yeah, don't give up. This we're what we're two years into this and we're going to continue to build in 10 years from now, you know, who knows what it's going to be. But if we, if you're consistent if you're honest about what you're doing, and it doesn't matter about what it is, it's just, uh, it kind of reinforces that just keep at it and keep working, keep building, and things will happen. And they have for us, fortunately. They have. I mean, this year has been an inflection point for us by far, uh, more so than I ever anticipated. And I couldn't agree more about the consistency of showing up putting an effort. Um, and I would encourage our community members, if you're wanting to be a part of this, you know, just show up. It doesn't take much. We just want to have you as part of the conversation. Um, and, and that goes to the, the one other point I wanted to mention, John, which is like, you know, we have these ideas, we have these conversations. We're trying to distribute those a little bit wider now. We're starting to cast a wider net and that's being done through social, social media. And we've begun uh, kind of a new strategy with our social media. And you may have noticed it if you've been following us for a while. We've had an uptick in our Twitter engagement. We've had a little bit of an uptick in our YouTube. Um, and, you know, what we're doing is we're continuing our podcast in long form. But now we're starting to cut them up into some shorts to also deliver in bite-sized little insights. Um, and so if you're on our YouTube channel, you'll see we've had a lot of uh, traffic on a lot of our shorts recently. And that's something we're going to continue to do. We want to really uh, distribute the message of TradFi to DeFi. Um, so that everyone can be a part of it. And, uh, you know, John, we had broken down our audience into maybe four main segments, and we can talk about this in depth on another episode, but really we're kind of targeting these four groups of people. Number one is crypto novices. Number two is crypto hobbyists. Number three is aspiring crypto professionals. And number four is crypto professionals. Could you maybe talk about that journey, John, from one through the others? Yeah, you know, there's we want to attract the, the the novice, the person who's just experiencing the first time, and this may be somebody who is uh, only has tradfi experience and they've heard about crypto and they want to find out what it's about. Well, we'll help you. I mean, by it's something we enjoy doing and introducing them to to how how the whole industry works. We 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 really have a passion for those people and and mass adoption, and that's the beginning of the funnel where everybody starts out, right? 
Uh, you know, then there's the hobbyist, which is probably, you know, that's me. That's my, that's my, my character because, you know, I'm, I'm later in life. I'm not going to change my career at this point, but I'm really passionate about the industry and I've spent a couple of years really digging into it and, and believe in it. You know, and then there's the aspiring professional, which is the person who's ready to go. I'm ready to get my first job in crypto. I have a resume of work in traditional finance and we want to help those people and get their resumes up to speed and give them, you know, some some interview prep and because other people have been through the process, you know, and that's an important segment as well. And then there's the professional who, you know, we rely on some of those professionals for just great insight, great experience. Uh, and it really rounds out our whole community. And uh, I can't uh, say how proud I am of those people that, that really are helping us out as well. Yeah, TradFi to DeFi was structured around sort of my own experience from going from TradFi to DeFi mm -hmm. and becoming a crypto professional, somebody who works in the industry full time. Um, and to see so others you, go you've on actually that. Been, you've actually been in all four of those different roles. <laughs> yeah, I sure have. I worked my way through them. And uh, that was something that started from the beginning of the creation of TradFi to DeFi. You know, I knew mm -hmm. that I needed to develop a network if I wanted to be successful in this industry. And what better way to do that than to help others? And this is a something that's core to my philosophy, John, which is I, I try to, um, you know, uh, create canvases for others to paint on. And that is a, an idea that I think we can try to bring with TradFi to DeFi, create a place where people can come and contribute. Um, and you'll find that it's very successful. And I think that's been the story of TradFi to DeFi from the start. And, you know, if I were to look forward into the future of, of 2023, I imagine it will be another year of even more steep inflections of upward growth. Um, what are you most looking forward to in the new year, John? Yeah, it, 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 and it's not, uh, my, the ideas in my head aren't any different than they have been, but I, I really see an opportunity this year with, with, with gaining adoption and getting people in the door and explaining things to them. And, and really, you know, we want our community to move forward with this protocol testing. We have a lot of other ideas we want to do, you know, but we, we just need regular people to come and show up and participate. And at whatever level you're at, because that's kind of how this whole community works. It's not a, a single threaded, you know, bunch of, uh, you know, big brain people that get in a room and talk about things over everybody's head. We, we accept everybody. We want everybody to be part of this community because we all, we all move forward together. And, and I'm really looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, the finish of 2022, if that's any indication, we're really going to have a great year. I agree, John. And as leaders of the TradFi to DeFi community, we want to inspire that sort of uh, contribution and, and uh, development from our community members. And so if there's a place that you see you can contribute in 2023, uh, we'd love to hear about it. And so if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this on, on the podcast, uh, we'll put a, a space for you to contribute and add a question or answer of, of ways that you might want to join us. I would highly encourage you to join our Discord um, where you can see where everything's happening. We are improving our presence on LinkedIn as well. Um, there's a lot that we're doing to really just try to get the message out there. And if any of this resonates with you, we'd love to have you as part of this community. Um, I think that's what I'm most excited about, John, in the new year is actually meeting some new faces. Uh, there's some amazing folks who have been core contributors at TradFi to DeFi for a long time, and they're constantly onboarding new people into the community. And sometimes it's those introductions that I'm even most excited about because I know, mm -hmm. oh, if you're a friend of Daniel's, then I really like you, right? Or, oh, you're a friend of John's? Of course. 
welcome to TradFighter DeFi, right? And as you attract better and more um, exciting and interesting people, you continue to bring in more of the same. And so that's probably what I'm most excited about in the new year, John. I think 2023 is probably going to be our best year yet. Definitely stay tuned. (laughs) Agreed. Stay tuned for sure. Well, any last closing thoughts, John, before we wrap it up today? No, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with, with the way things have gone and, and the, the future does look bright. Yes, indeed. You need, you need sunglasses. I don't have sunglasses here. Otherwise, I'd I put them on. But um, yeah, the future for TradFighter DeFi is going to be very bright indeed. And we can't wait to have you all on that journey with us. So signing off for TradFighter DeFi podcast, this is Tyler and John. Thanks so much for being here, guys. Bye.